I don't know what song this is, so. Oh, Morning by Tiana Taylor and Kalani. Well, we're not listening to that one. Got any problems? We can staple about it. To be announced podcast? Yeah. I just feel like that's when all that like happens. Like, I wish it was just a bit older. Oh, man. Get it all. Alright. Can we go live here? Oh. Oh, it's 
Well, hello, everybody. Wow, um, Neek is getting um, the last minute set up. So we're running a little late today. Um, so we're going to start at 7.15, but, you know, we're in the early phases. We'll get better. Don't worry about that. Um, well, well, these are live, so, you know, we got to get here. <laughs> and most of the time I be forgetting. She called me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you got to be there. <laughs> I forgot. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but um, let me go ahead and reintroduce myself. My name is Jess. <laughs> um, my name is Jess, the nail tech. <laughs> Hit you. Um, you can follow me on official underscore Jess. That's J E S S nails. Official underscore Jess Nails. That's her nails. I do those. I I be. Girl. Why did you have. I guess why we like. She broke a nail. That ain't got nothing to do with me. But it's broke off smooth. Yeah. It's true. That thing looks like it's supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. That's how they've been breaking lately. I ain't mad at it. Well, they don't. Okay, now hold on. I got to make this very clear. She break her nails. I have strengthened them. I have I've done everything I can possible. This girl has found creative and imaginative ways to break nails that I still cannot tell you how it happens. She the only person that I deal with that breaks nails on a consistent basis. I have people that do extend up and do not break nails. She got a don't. She got a don't. She got a don't. Breaking, breaking your nails on your butt is unacceptable. That's all I can say. You can't be bouncing off nails, pulling up pants. All I know is that my ass don't be clean. Anywho, but you can follow me on Instagram at official underscore Jess Nails. You can follow me on Facebook at official Jess Nails. And you are more than welcome to look at my personal profile, Jessica Chafin, um, on Facebook. But because it's public, but don't add me as a friend. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm not gonna respond. <laughs> I'm not gonna add you as a friend back. You can follow, um, but I'm not. So don't don't waste your time. Um, official underscore Just Nails Instagram. If you live in the Georgia Atlanta Marietta area, um, please DM to book. I do not have a website. So I control my own schedule. Um, outside of that, though, um, that's me. Like, like, let me reintroduce my name. My name is Neek. And I so know long. I was dead and I did it on purpose. I did the whole Anywhoo. Emmy. <laughs> it is me, Neek. I am the owner of this year podcast. Also, Intensive Goddess.
we're all underscore podcast. That's what it is on IG. And the website is Naked. But naked. TBA. Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about mindset and childhood trauma. So we're not going to be asking today. Yeah. And we are going to start with our little So, um, this is crazy enough. So this, I have to give y'all like some steps is what happened. This weekend I went home to Alabama. Me and my boyfriend, our two dogs, on the road to Lehu and home. I live in central Alabama, so Birmingham. I live in the outer city of Birmingham. Some people know it's Kyle Penson. At the end of the day, if you don't, I don't care. If you do, that's great. Um, <laughs> I was on. I, I grew up in the city, but I also grew up on the outskirts. I just have to say that because everybody thinks that Alabama apparently don't have cities. They do. It's just one big place to go. <laughs> they, grab they, is is to be honest is how Atlanta has sub categories mm-hmm. of cities. That's Birmingham. It's just it's not as uh, big at, at the end of the day. It's not as big and mm-hmm. it's not as developed. So there's not when I say as developed, I mean like the freeways aren't as big. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean like we don't have freeways, like we go up to four lanes, eight lanes. Like we right. have that. Um we have plenty of malls, we have plenty of places to go to. We just don't have as much development as like how Atlanta has so much to offer we just don't have the exact same they're building it up but it's not the same so anyways I just have to put it out there I'm not from the country I'm really from the city so <laughs> city girl um eh. but um a little I'm not even gonna claim that all the way <laughs> right I had to look like wait I'm still country like in root mind but like because I you know I grew up around country country people but Genuinely, I, I just, I wasn't like, I went in the back hills of Alabama talking about, you sure do look pretty. Like, I just wanted to. <laughs> I know Yes. <laughs> I have to give this, I feel like I have to give this background. Like, it's kind of indebted in me now. But anyways, okay. So, anyways, me, boyfriend, two dogs. <laughs> off to Alabama. Um, well, I was there with that, my mom and dad. It was, only, it was a short trip. Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday. Um. Sunday, we went over to my aunt's house. Now, I consider my aunt, which is my mom's sister, like a sister to me. Um, and her husband, I consider a brother to me. Um, but while we were there, we got into talking about how rough I am with my mom, my brother, and my dad. Um, and y'all, I, I'm going to be honest, I can't really speak too in-depth about my childhood. And the reason why is because legitimately, I'm I'm 30 years old. I'll be 31 in October. Um, woo, made it this long. You made it. <laughs> um, I I have a lot. <laughs> I'm 25 but in heart. Like, you act me 25. <laughs> but technically on God's green earth, <laughs> I've, made, made I've, I've made 31, almost 31 cycles. <laughs> so, almost 31 cycles. But I don't know if it's because of age. I don't know if it's because I've matured to a certain amount. I don't know if I'm hitting that next phase of my life. But I used to be able to talk to my talk about my childhood childhood trauma like it was nothing. I'd 
be like, oh, yeah. Like, I can tell you some of it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, my dad's side was racist. Like, I have a white daddy. My mom is mixed. Um, she's mixed white and black. But at the time, my mom was strong black. Okay? Right. You couldn't you know. tell her nothing else. Mm-hmm. She was black in his shirt. My mom is light as me, but she was black in his shirt. Okay? <laughs> but that was in the story because we didn't know her dad. So that was another story. But I can say it very easily. Grew up in a real, real weird situation. My dad's side was white. And they were racist. Like, legitimately. I grew up with my granny giving the hard ER. Okay, like legitimately, um, and we got treated dif- we got treated differently right. from our white cousins. But then, if you go over to the black side, we got treated differently from our black cousins. So I also have racism on the black side. Um, it wasn't as like in your face, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they wasn't right. like you lightheaded a little. Bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I they, fuck, yeah, they wasn't they wasn't like that. But you know, when you got older, black folks. They, they slick. I mean, that's the best way I can put it. They be undercover, and you be thinking, oh, they be laughing in your face, but really, they be talking mm-hmm. about you. And I, I experienced that from, like, when I got older and I started realizing, I'm like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> laughing talking in your face and texting on the phone talking about you. Exactly. Um, but essentially, I will say, like, my younger years, up to about middle school, I actually don't have any complaints. It was really good. I didn't have any complaints on my mom's side. I didn't have complaints on my dad's side. I did. My father's side was the, his family tried to cause family issues for us. So there was a lot of trauma behind that. But, like, inside the household, I didn't have that. Like, we we, we was bonded. And then, you know, I started becoming this teenager. And my dad didn't know how to take, like, this little girl was growing up. But my dad was really harsh with his words. Um, I used to really be able to go into detail. I cannot go into detail. <laughs> um, he used to be really harsh with his words, so that kind of separated our bond. And then I hit about 15, and my mother, my mama says, Ooh, sorry. <laughs> Um, it's okay. Um, my mom has said more harsh things to me than a stranger on the street. Like, legitimately. And I, you see these kids, I ain't even talking about. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And, but the thing of it is, for the absolute longest, I could tell you. I believe my mama said this, 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 this. My mama did this, 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 that. My mama legitimately has given me three breakdowns. In my adolescent, huh? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> my mom literally, um, I had to push it back. So you, oh, okay. I'm gonna keep talking while she's going. But <laughs> let me put my glasses on so I can see. Um, oh my lord! <laughs> Y'all don't even worry about what she's doing. Just know it's being done. Um, but my mom, um. Whew, she just lost it when it came to me and her relationship. And I mean that in the aspect of, like, she just did some just stuff you don't do when it comes to your daughters. Like, my mom kind of helped them the attitude and the loathing and the hate. Um, she kind of messed me up. I was looking for what I thought would be love because I didn't get that from my family. 
like um, my mom was like a tyrant in the house, but the only person she focused on was me because I have an older brother. And essentially, at some point, the dynamics of my brother being a brother to me completely changed. And instead of him being a brother, he was just on my mom's side because that means she didn't focus on him. So I would have my mom and my brother tag teaming me, essentially. And my dad was an alcoholic. He was a functional alcoholic. So my dad always worked his whole life. You know, mm-hmm. when you work, you don't do nothing. When you get home, you, re- you relax. But he was an alcoholic, so when he got home, he was drinking, you know, to numb his childhood trauma, essentially. And what he's had to go through having a family. So my mom would argue with me at 2 o'clock in the morning. And finally my dad would get up and be like, just leave her alone. And I'm not going to expose any names right now, but, right. you know, be like, leave her alone. Let the child go to bed. Um, That's what I dealt with for nights, weeks, like on end. You know, I can tell you a specific situation where I did a lot of after-school activities. Like, I was real heavy in school just because, honestly, I like doing it. It wasn't even my home life. I just really like doing it. Band, choir, dance line. Like, I did it. <laughs> I was in everything. <laughs> so, um, I um, I remember I was super tired. Also, my mom had been keeping me up since 2 o'clock in the morning, right. arguing with me. And got home. It was dark outside. And it was like, it was, you know, uh, daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, around 5 o'clock is dark. So, it's mm-hmm. around 5 o'clock. It's dark. I'm tired. I come in. I drop my stuff on the floor, and I go straight to my room. I'm laying down. like I need to nap. My mom was in the living room sitting down watching TV. Since I did not say hey to her, when I walked past, my mom argued. Because I was told and inconsiderate, and who the hell do I think I am, and everything else that goes on. Um, and that pushed me. Like, it got to the point to where I literally could not stand out. Like, I ended up having to move out with my grandma when I was, like, 19 years old. Um, because I literally could not function in the house with my mom. Because she was constantly, every day, we arguing. And it got to the point where I was going to hit her. Like, I knew I was here. Um, I was like, one day she going to come in here and she going to fuck with me. And I'm a hitter. Like, and I'm one of those people, like, I I don't, I'm not an attacker. I've, I'll, I will defend myself, but I'm not going to attack. I, like, I, I've, I never felt the need to handle stuff with putting my hands on somebody. Like, I've never felt that. I didn't care what the situation was. But my mom, and it's my mom. She's pushing me to the point where I'm about to knock this bitch out. Like, you got me fucked up. Like, why do you keep constantly fucking, fucking with me, essentially? And it got to that point where I was like, I'm, I, I got to go stay with my grandma. So I stayed with my grandma for, I think, four or five months. Um, tried moving back into the house. Another situation happened. I said, fuck this, I'm done. Within the next like couple of months, oh, I was like, who's talking? <laughs> um, within like the next couple of months, I was moving out to my first apartment with my boyfriend. Um, now that's its own bullshit. So that created another set of traumas for me. But even me being gone, my mom would call me on a consistent basis to tell me I was shitty. 
like, you're terrible. You hurt me. How could you do this to me? How could you be this way? You're selfish. Like, that's what I'm... Exactly. (laughs) My mom was on those. She was like, poke the bear. Poke the bear. Poke the... They need to stop. You was an actor. Right. (laughs) And they will pull up on you with the quickness. (laughs) But they like... My mom just likes to poke the bear. And when you lash out on her, then you're the then she's the victim. Oh, she said this to me and she said this to me, but she don't she would never say, Well, what did you do? What did you do to make her lash out? Cause I just I wasn't the person to lash out on somebody. So essentially one day I was in my early twenties, I think twenty two, twenty three, I went to slap off on my mom. Like I'm talking about I cussed her out like a stranger, completely. I was like, I'm tired of this. Who the fuck are you to keep calling my phone to tell me I'm a horrible fucking daughter? Do I call you and tell you a horrible fucking mom? How you completely destroyed my adolescent years because you rapping and raging and, and, and doing all this stuff? Like, I went off. Every cuss word I could think of, every hurt I could think of came out. I told don't fucking call my phone no more. I don't want shit else to do with you. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't ask how the fuck I'm doing. Don't worry about what the fuck I'm Like, leave me the fuck alone. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, leave me alone. You already talked to the family about me. Name me Lou. I'm just this crazy motherfucker just roaming the fucking streets. You run your mouth constantly about me. You ain't got nothing nice to say. I don't want you in my life. I don't know if maybe that was her life. Click. But after that, the narrative did start to change. Now, did it take years? 30. And we just got on, like, real. I haven't argued with my mom a very long time. I don't say a very long time. Probably a year or so. Um, but it took a lot. And going back home and talking to my aunt, because full circle this, going back home and talking to my aunt and uncle, like, I'm sitting there and I'm talking about, certain situations to my uncle because my uncle's actually been around in my life since I was pretty much when a lot of this stuff started happening um he was kind of like a a friend of the family of my aunt but they weren't like officially together but he's been around that long so he knew certain things but he didn't know and then like we're getting into this conversation and I'm like yeah um I'm gonna try to do this without tearing up so (laughs) please excuse me um I told him how uh, one time, it was me, my mom, and my brother. I'm going to do it quick. That helps. It's me, my mom, and my brother were in the kitchen. My mom was pissed off with me, and my brother was tired of it. My brother jumped over. I'm just bowed up because I can't, you know, my brother's a football player. Like, <laughs> what was my look? 150 pounds soaking wet ass going to do? <laughs> so I'm just bowed up, just letting it happen. And literally, five, ten minutes, this is happening. And my mama's sitting there with some lemonade. <laughs> Raise and when I told her that, when I told my uncle this, he was just like, 
too. It's like, I see why you have problems with yourself. And I was like, oh, that's just a little bit of it. <laughs> you know, oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, see, I can't talk about it. <laughs> um, um, he was like, I see why you have problems. Because I snap at my brother like, quick. We'd be good. We'll be, that, we'll be laughing and joking. He'll say one thing. And I will turn very quickly. I don't turn like aggressive, like and yelling, but I'm like that knife goes to who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Real quick. Or that's the reason why I have issues with you, because this is bullshit you pull. I flip. And when it comes to my mom, I just talk to her. I've I've gotten better with not being so harsh with her since we have came a long way. But I'm not going to lie, I will easily tell my mama. She push a button, she don't need to push. I give her the warning. Hey, you need to chill, you need to leave me the hell alone. She keep pushing it, I'm going off. And I only need one push. You got one warning, and then you got me going off. That's the end of it. Because of what I went through. So, I'm realizing now, all I... I could talk about this because, one, I never, you're never going to forget. You don't forget trauma that you went through. But I pushed down the feelings. Could you even leave me Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Someone used to work with asking for a favor. Completely. I love them. Um, <laughs> but it made it to where, uh, essentially... I pushed down all the feelings I had because if I would have held on to my feelings, I could not have a relationship with none of them. Like, um, I think they, the feelings for my dad wasn't as strong because my dad didn't directly, he did a few things when I was like, younger, but it wasn't like long lasting. But my dad, he just, he wasn't, he didn't stop my mom. He would, but he wouldn't. So my, I guess you'd say my hate didn't run as deep. But for, like, my mom and my brother, especially my mom, the hate that I had for them ran very, very deep. And in order for me to even have a conversation, have a whatever, I just had to push those feelings. To me, I thought they was just gone. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, because I, I could talk about it like I was talking about a day at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, I did this, 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 this. And people be having their mouth open like, Oh my God! And I'm like, shit, it was a pass. <laughs> we can't, we can't do nothing about it. But lately, and I'm telling you, I'm talking about boo hoo, big baby balling tears over the little stuff. I'm this ain't even the big stuff. This is the little minute stuff, and I I can barely get through just ha- just. Talking about a small instance. I'm not even talking about what led up to it. I'm not talking about how I felt afterwards. Just a small bit. And I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if maturity. I don't know. If, I mean, I am trying to get my life together. I ain't going to lie that, you know. Building a, a better bond with God and things like that. Like, I'm doing a lot of things that's going to enhance me in the future. And I don't know if now it's kind of like. <laughs> yes, but how are you? Going into healing from that, and that require you 
digging up the shit you don't want to dig up. That part, but my uncle he was like he found me to be somebody, and I was like yeah I think I got some repressed emotion <laughs> down there. just a little bit of repressed emotion down there because it just people you know they and I was the same way if I don't talk about it or if I don't let it really affect me then I've dealt with it but to be honest the type of childhood trauma I have and I kind of get hit. I kind of get hit on both sides. I feel how I felt when it happened. You know, when, like, the situation, my brother jumped on me. I feel that. But then I feel the 30-year-old side of it. Where now we're good. Why couldn't you love me, you know? (laughs) Why couldn't you love me back then when I really needed you? So it's kind of like I'm getting hit from both sides, and I'm like, Dang, what did I do? But you know, grow up. <laughs> oh my gosh, what did mm-hmm. what did I do outside of just being a teenager and just trying to grow up and trying to figure out like life? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you sit here and and now thinking about it, I'm, I'm really like, dang, I really know the therapy. I really do need to talk to someone because I, I did not deal with these, and it's not even the fact that I want to. It's not the fact that I want to go to my brother. I want to go to my mom and be like, you hurt me. Fucking fix it. Like, I don't want to do that. I just want to deal with these emotions that are so strong. Because I can tell you, if I had a child right now, oh, my God. I would be so concerned with what happened to me that I don't want to put this on them that I would end up fucking up my child just simply due to the fact that I didn't deal with this emotion. I I never dealt with it. So I'm I'm just in that stage in life where it's like, like I said, it's funny because you thought you said childhood trauma, and I was like, shit, that's easy. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I, I could talk for days. And then and then I get hit with the rope dope. <laughs> I go home and visit family, and here I am crying like a whole baby in these streets. You should have saw me coming back from Alabama, from Alabama here. I am like bawling tears trying to drive, and Joshua was just like, "Just get it out of my." Baby, when the tears come, then I'm gonna stop. Exactly, and I'm like, I've never, I've never cried this hard. I've never went through something. This freaking emotional to where I'm like, I have no choice but to genuinely deal with it. Because it is a part of my life. It is a part of what I went through. And now I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm getting hit with the butterfly. The one, two, three. The lemon mm-hmm. pepper, pepper. You know what I'm saying? Or Exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, I can say in a general aspect, everything that I did go through made me stronger. Like, 100% made me stronger. Like, I've went through a lot of stuff, and I can definitely say I've always rose above it. You know, it's not about how many times you fall, but it's, you know, you're getting up. And every time I say, every time I got knocked off, kicked off, beat down, you know, I've always gotten back up. So those life situations did make me stronger. But I can tell you that I'm emotionally weak in certain situations because I did not take the time to really, like, understand my personal 
feelings and personal like emotions that I had to my childhood trauma because I can tell you from like 15 to about 23 there's a lot of stuff I don't remember and it's genuinely because I blocked out a lot of stuff because I wanted to have a relationship with my family and the only way I could do that was what I thought was dealing with it I just was like shoot Screen down, screen down, yep. <laughs> screen down. Let me put this. This screen really hurts. Let me Lock definitely that put that Lock one. Down. Lock that one. Oh, board that bitch up. Board it up. Board it up. Like I'm yes. getting wrecked. Like I'm. Yes. I'm hammering them all down. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, I don't know because I'm getting older. I I think it also has something to do with uh, me dealing with my grandma dying. I'm gonna try to get through this without crying. Like this. This is what I always hit. I've gotten used to it. But my grandma died, you know, three years ago, uh, 2019. And um, my grandma was my protector throughout. Like, gr- my grandma, at a certain age, became my mom. That's the reason why my aunt really was like my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she died back in 2019, you know, I'm like, oh, God. I didn't go home now with them for a whole year. My parents were so hurt. Because it was like, you got to come home sometime. And I'm like, there's nothing to come home. Right. <laughs> you know that, this, exactly like my grandma's gone why would right. I why would I do that but um you know fast forward I never saw where like you know how they do the the, the, the viewing or the, whatever they call it where mm-hmm. they talk over the person being dead and he come and talk um and then they go and put them in the grass or ground I could not in any I could not go to didn't do it. I was like, I've already seen my grandma in the box. I can't see her no further. You can't put my grandma in the ground because I'm going with her. So, oh, sorry, I hate crying. Um, so, I've, it's three years later, and I finally at like a month ago, I was like, hey, where's Grandma Barry? And I was with my mom. So, my mom's like, she's buried right over there because we was driving. She's buried right over there. And I was like, yo, 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 ask one question, simple question. I don't need no more. She's like, she's buried over there. Yeah, it's real nice. And then, shut up. I just wanted to know where is her general location. That's all I'm asking for. And the more time goes on, I really do want to go to her actual grave To her actual grave site. And I don't know if because dealing with that emotion is bringing up all the other stuff that I should have been dealt with. But because I'm a strong, meek, independent, <laughs> uh, ain't nobody going to hold me down. <laughs> I'm a whole thug in these street OG gang gang life. <laughs> I wasn't going to deal with it. But now I'm at that point where, all right, I'm gonna deal with it. I'm I'm going to accept. Like I know Grandma's gone, you know what I'm saying, but I'm gonna accept the feelings that go with she's gone. And I think that's also what's bringing up. Well, if you're gonna deal with one, you're gonna deal with all. You know, <laughs> like this this ain't gonna be. You just dealing with one thing. You think you just gonna put down oh, the bomb? No, about to get you. <laughs> you about to get bang, it. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, you up? Like this was this was a good thing to talk about, of course, 
you know, because I think, you know, like you said, a lot of people just get numb to it. And then you find out as you get older, which I didn't know until I got here. (laughs) (laughs) As you get older and you mature more and you're dealing with certain things in your life, but damn, I never dealt with what I dealt with back then. And I see where it's affecting me, where I'm more moody, I'm more irritable. Like, I'm ready to knock someone out, essentially. And I'm, I don't, I'm not an attacker. I'm a defender. <laughs> <laughs> essentially, come at me, bro. Yeah. But don't really, because I don't want to deal with it. Right. <laughs> like, leave me alone. Yeah, leave me alone. But, like, we can be friends. Like, right. Don't get me wrong. I will get down if necessary. But I don't want, I just don't want to do that. And that's kind of how my feelings are right now. They're like, bruh, we got time today. And right. I'm like, hold up. Can we do this tomorrow? Right. <laughs> well, I wasn't prepared. Right. I thought this is not what we're supposed to be doing. Can I put my Vaseline? Like, right. <laughs> I ain't got no Vaseline. Look, I, I got no hair tie. I left that at home today. Like, <laughs> I thought we was doing something different. But I feel like me and sucker punch got my emotions. So, I can definitely say, like I said, when it comes to childhood trauma, I have went through a lot. Um, like I said, if I actually could talk about it, like, really, really talk about it without literally being like boohoo in tears. I would. I would be like, so, <laughs> let's talk about justice trauma. It's going to be an extended <laughs> Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, but I know for me personally, I am going to reach out to a therapist. And it's just because, like I said, I want to deal with my trauma. I don't really care if anybody else ever understands, ever apologizes, ever comes back and say, just God did you wrong. I I personally just want to be okay. I don't want, I don't care for anybody else's satisfaction. I just want the satisfaction that I can. I don't have any kids now, but when I do have kids, I can raise them <coughs> without the trauma of my mama did this, my mama did that, my brother did this, my dad wasn't, you know, there for me in this way. Like, I want to be able to raise them in an aspect of love, which some I felt like I didn't get. For what I feel like was the most pivotal time in my life. Like, you know, a, a young adult, um, teenage years, you know, I didn't I didn't have that. And I ran and did a lot of things that I shouldn't have done <laughs> because Ooh. I was looking for it. So, I mean, this is definitely going to have to be a couple of parters. Yeah. This ain't like childhood trauma, just end all, see all. Because, yeah. um, like I said, I have two parts of childhood trauma. I have mm-hmm. family, like, and like family, childhood trauma, I have life, child that was still uh, around my childhood trauma, and then I have uh, my mom's side and my dad's side of family trauma. So I have a lot. <laughs> this is, <laughs> and I've only been able to barely tell you about two situations. Well, we're definitely going to have a lot of tissue here. Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully I can go see a therapist, and what's going to happen is they're going to be like, hmm. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You're healed. You're healed in the name of the Lord. And then I could come back and I'd be like, so y'all, since I have now had a newfound, this might be a couple of mud presses. I told y'all from A to B, I had a lot. (laughs) But this, that that was my childhood trauma. Well, that was a very, very small, minuscule part of my childhood trauma. My Technically, my trauma did not stop until, ooh, I say childhood trauma, but my personal, trauma. like, life trauma did not stop until I was about 28. I'm, and like I said, I'm 30 now, be 31. So I've 
just recently in the past two years have, I wouldn't say completely like trauma free, but the extent of mentally or emotionally like scarring me, you know, I, I feel like I'm doing something. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've hit the top, you know, <laughs> I've hit the top. And don't get me wrong, my, I, I don't try to put my childhood trauma above someone else's. It's just, I feel like my trauma suits me, if that makes sense. It's who made me. Like, it hurt me. Someone could have went through the same thing I went through, and they may not even have the same feelings I do about it. You know what I'm saying? But it was me to, to hold. It was me to embody. And, you know, there are probably there's hundreds of people out here that have plenty of childhood trauma that they've never dealt with. And then when you start getting, when your body starts realizing, I need to deal with this, most of them are in the, 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 the cornerstone of their life. They've got children. They're married. Or even if they're not married, they may have some children. Or they may just be going through something financial, work-related, career. And you've got your emotions coming out. Yeah, bro. Mm, I'm, I got, here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Let's exactly. do this. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I'm done talking. Because we still got through neat childhood trauma. I don't know how far she's going to go. But I know for me personally, I can't talk about it no more. Because I'm going to be in here crying. And I'm a thug. I'm a thug, too. I'm a teddy bear, but I'm a thug. I know me. Me know me better than me. But that's mine. That's my personal opinion. I'm going to drink a little bit more wine, and I'm going to pass it on over to Neek. And she's going to go into her versions of, you know, her childhood trauma. Because, like I said, it affects everybody. Everybody's different. Everybody goes through something. She might be a little bit more descriptive than I was. Because I'm going to say it right now. Falling tears. Okay, go. I'm done. <laughs> um, yeah, I was one of those people. I blocked out. It's so much of my childhood that I can't remember. Um, just because I put a mental block up. Yeah. Um, but from what I can remember, um, we grew up with an amazing mom. Was always there for us. That was our rock. Did everything for us. Uh, the father, father, um, her sperm, her sperm donor. Uh, he was there when he was able to be there. He had a whole another family, whole another life that my mother didn't even know about. Um, when he was there. We had moments of, of good times, but, but those don't stick out as much as the bad. Um, I, the, the stuff I remember is my mother screaming from him beating her, him yelling at her all the time. She couldn't do nothing right. Um, and my mother is brown. My mother is, she like a caramel, like a dark caramel. My mother ain't nowhere near black. Call her black. That was his name, his nickname for her. They called her black. Because he was he super light. Was he white? Or mixed? He was just completely white. We just mixed in. Um Damn light but, skins. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he had Jerry curls off. Come on. Yeah. Okay, but and it was got it was a different time. Yeah. yeah. So um he he drunk a lot. And 
use a get crack. Um, yeah. Y'all watch the Snowfall? Crack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead. So, um, he, he did do crack, um, and he did that a lot. And he was just horrible to my mother. I mean, and my mother is, my mother ain't no bitch, first of all. My mother ain't no bitch. She ain't no whole. She, she don't take people's shit. She, you know, she fight back. She's a fighter. That's, that's what she is. Um, but she felt she needed to deal with it and take it for us. Um, so we were listening to her getting beat. It was one time. If you can, if you can't, you know, you got to tap out, tap out, it's okay. Uh, I don't even remember how old we were. I know we were little. Um, and we were sitting on the steps and we were listening to him beat my mother and then we didn't hear anything. And then he left. What I remember is seeing blood all on the wall. Seeing blood all on the wall and um seeing her laying in the tub. <clears throat> he had hit her with an NJ bottle. Everybody know how an earth and jerk bottle is. How hard that must be. Must be a glass. Yeah. And um he knocked out a few. Um he didn't know that she was still alive. He didn't know she was alive, and that was that was all I remember was sitting there crying with my brother, and then I like how I don't know what happened um, after that. It's just like a that block, just that block. Um, I mean, and then it was it's times after that, uh, and he would call himself being there and trying to punish us for stuff we did. He would like get like a shoe and whoop us with like shoes. Like just take the shoe and just be hit with the shoe. Like that was his whooping. You a whole last man. Here's the mother. And back then they made shoes. Right. And so um it was just it was just it just every time he was around, like it was rare that it was good stuff. We had good times, you know, he'll come back with gifts and this and that. Um but it was just, I don't know, I don't know what it was. It was just something in me that was, like, off. And I was a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. This nickname for me was Applehead. It's not. That'd be it. Oh, never mind. You just. <laughs> that was you his. was smart, like right, apple tree. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was his, his nickname for him, you know. And <clears throat> I love my father. But, you know, it just got to a point to where, like, things would be weird. And I always had a good intuition. It's just my ass never listened to it. And I still took me for, what, 40, 40 years, 39 years to even listen to it. Um, but I've always had a good intuition. It was just something off. And I always feel like awkward. Um, so when I got to a certain age, you know, when you become a teenager, you, you lock your dough, how we get in our moods, you lock our doors and stuff like that. And then I don't like people with clothes on. I Oh, so of course I gotta close my dog. Got a little brother. Um, so 
I would close my door. He'll try to come in, can't get in, so he bang on the door. And he'll be like, stand by or whatever. He'll like, uh, kiss me. But he'll always try to kiss me on the mouth and I'll turn. It's like, like why are you being weird? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. he would tell my mother he didn't think that I liked him. And No, I don't like you being weird, dude. Like, I'm 13 years old. I mean, no, how old was I at that time? I was like 10 or something. However old I was, I was too big for you to be kissing his fucking mouth. Like, no. Yeah. Um, and so one day he came. He came over to our house. And uh, I didn't even know that some of my mother was arguing that that wasn't his mother at all. But, you know, she was sick. Um, and I didn't know that she said that I could um, so he waited till he went in like the bathroom. Okay. And he's like, uh, Applehead, um, you wanna go ride with me, I'm gonna let you drive. And I'm like, Yeah, he was like, um, well come on, put your clothes on, let's go. So we leave out, I don't even know what time it was, I know it was nighttime. Um, we leave out riding around, uh, he has a forty, big ass forty ounce. Mm-hmm. Um he making all these stops to all his friends. And I'm looking like, nigga, we supposed to be driving. Like, what is, like, I'm just want to drive and go home. It's late. I'm yeah. sleeping. <laughs> so we driving all over Cleveland, all over the world. He making all these stops, and then he doing his little, his little twitch thing. When he was high, he, it's a twitch that he had. Oh, he the did. little. No, it's just a little twitch that he could do with his mouth. Oh, okay. So, get been smoking so mm-hmm. at that point, I'm like, okay, well, I'm tired. I'm ready to go. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to show you this house that um, I got. I'm, I'm reading one for your mom because she did construction. Um, I'm going to show you this house that I'm, uh, I'm going to give you, you know, your mom and your brother. And I'm like, okay, cool. He was like, I'm going to be there. I'll let you drive. So we get to the house, look at the house, and I'm like, okay, had this little fireplace. It was like painted red. My mama loved red. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, she'll love this. So um, it was a speaker on there because, again, they were working in the house. And yeah. they played the music. So um, he had locked the door and he was turning on the music. I'm like, okay, what the fuck is he doing all this? Mm-hmm. But I didn't think nothing of it. It's my father. Yeah. So he's like, well, let me show you the upstairs. So we go upstairs. I'm like, okay. Well, you know, I see I can have my own room. And so then, after that, it's an attic. Attic dark as fuck. I'm not, no, I mean, the devil <laughs> is a lie. Exactly. I don't know what demons are up there. Right. Yeah. No, I rebuked it. And so um, he opened the attic door, and he was like, well, go. Uh, he was like, well, look. I'm like, I look, and I'm like, it's dark. And as soon as I went turn, he kissed me. And again, I'm like, you know, I, I fought him off. I pushed him. And I finally pushed him, and I ran down the steps. I didn't run. I, I leaped. And it was a lot of steps. I was leaping. You was just trying to I get was out. leaping yeah. down the steps. And he put double locks in. So by the time I got to that last, last lock, lock he, was there. he was there. And he was pushing the door closed. He put me back up the steps. It was great. Um, he told me that he wasn't my father. Um that he had killed my mama, he had killed me, like, just, like, he just turned into a whole nother person. Like, his eyes were just, they were just 
on. Like, it was it. It was, like, nothing in it. And so, I truly, 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 truly thought I was going to die. I truly thought I was going to die. So, I did whatever I needed to do to survive because I'm not fucking dying. So, I said whatever he wanted me to say, did whatever he wanted me to do. I I didn't cry anymore. Anything. I just... Yeah I, yeah, I disappeared. So we're driving home, and he's trying to talk to me, and I'm just, I'm not there. Yeah, you just, I'm you don't space out by the I'm time. not there. So um, he's like, well, you want to drive? I'm like, yeah. So um, we get back to the house, and my mama had already called the police. She's flipping out. She's outside, like, and so when um, I finally get home, she goes flying down the steps to, to him, mm-hmm. you know, because I told you not to take my child. Like, what did you take her to the fucking crack house? You know, yeah. going off, and I'm just in the window, and I'm just crying and crying and crying, and I'm just looking at him. And um, I, I don't remember exactly everything that she was saying because she was and I will never forget the way he looked up at me and the smile he gave me when he said, watch this, when he took off down the street. As soon as he took off down the street, we were hitting the corner as soon as the smile came. So she's yelling up, um, asking, where did he take you? Where did he take you? You know, and, you know just mad. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm not saying anything because I can't talk. Yeah. And so she, she steady asked Steady action, and I just fell down to her and, and told her, like, you know, she raped me. She said, What? And she lost her shit. My brother hurt himself. He was Flying out the house to get his underwear. So my mother had made them to come back to the house. And I just stayed there and there. And then I don't like I don't remember what happened. Only thing I remember is um, the EMS came out there and rescued me. And the whole police had been talking about my Yeah. We grew up down there. Yeah. So everybody knows my cousin. Like my cousins were my protectors. Like yeah. nobody, nobody fucked with me. Everybody knew who they were, mm-hmm. so they knew me because they know anything happens to her or you fuck with her, I'm being your ass. Yeah, immediate. Right. So you know when they seen who I was, everybody was asking me about like, well, what happened? They're trying to figure out what happened. And so um, I out of just in the the back of the thing just. I see people's faces, but I don't see people's faces. You know, completely drift. Yeah. And so um, the police brought them back around when they called them. They called them at the mayor's office. And they went to the mayor's office at the mayor's office. They went to the mayor's office. Oh, time. Mm-hmm. So they brought them back. And um, when they brought them back, my mom told them what happened. And mm-hmm. when she told them what happened, everybody on the block heard. So everybody, everybody on the knew. block trying to rip story out of everybody. They should have, yeah. Everybody was trying to rip the story out of 
I remember just the lights, uh, people talking to me, and then that person hit and taking my clothes. Like, it's like everything else is in, like, pieces. You know how in the movie when they're rolling somebody into the ER and you see them, the lights, how the lights mm-hmm. be going? That's, that's literally how it was. That's literally how it was. I mean, that's, that's how I remember. That's all I remember. And so, um, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's just a stuff. I had, I lost count of how many breakdowns I had. Um, I went to counseling. Um, I wouldn't talk. I would just be under the table or something like that. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really talk to them. Um, when I finally went back to school, I would, um, they would find me under the stairs or something, crying a ball. They had to call my mother. My mother had had to come and hold me because I would just sit in the ball and rock and scrub my face because I always felt dirty. I always felt dirty. I could never be clean no matter what I did. I cannot be clean. I cannot feel clean. Like I felt dirty. I felt like I did something wrong. Everything was my fault. It didn't matter how many times people said, Oh, but you didn't I did something wrong because why would my daddy do that to me? Like like, you know, why would you do that to me? Like So the hardest thing for me was um, just trying to understand. Like, this is the person who helped create me, who helped bring me in this world. If he can do this to me, who's to say that won't nobody else do that to me? Like, they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't trust anybody. Only people that I had was my boy cousin. It was my protection. My family. My mm-hmm. uncle. Those were my protection. One by one, they kept going to jail and going to jail. So it was like, I, I didn't feel safe. It's like, I don't have nobody. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. have nobody here to protect me. Like, everybody that's supposed to protect me is needing me. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I need for me. Like, they're not here. I had to deal with my 
nobody really cares what you said without trying. A lot of stuff you don't even know. Yeah. You and you were what thirteen? No, you were thirteen. I was, I was twelve. Twelve at the time. Why would I make a fly like that? For what? And back in those days, that was not. You know, I'm not saying. But people falsely accuse people all the time. Mm-hmm. But back in those days, it was hush tones when it came to that. You, that's not something you would just exactly. Oh, guess Girl, who did? You know, oh, willy nilly. Like, yeah. No, like why the fuck would I lie about that? Yeah. Like, like no, like who lies about something like that? Like, and you see me. Where the fuck is the lie? Exactly. Um. And then it was issues with my other sister. She had a lot. Of I don't even know all the I don't even know all the right. I don't even know all the fucking Um But they didn't really believe me either. I didn't know that at the time. I found that out later that um they did know. But um right. (laughs) (laughs) It messed with me um tremendously. Um, I was always locking my door. If I wasn't when I was out of school, I went straight to my room and locked my door. It was so bad that the lock that was on my door was a two-way lock. So it was a key to get in and a key to get out. Oh, yeah, no, you ain't just nobody. Yeah, that's, and I stayed in my room all day long, all day. Like, my mother wanted me to, I wanted, I didn't want to leave my, my room. Yeah, and so um, I think when I was like 13, she finally got me into like um, softball. I remember that. I don't remember the time in between of like six weeks. I remember mm-hmm. getting into softball. Amazing. I don't know, like I clocked out like just so much. Um, but then it, it's like I would always, I wasn't a person that believed. I, oh, I can't. Oh, he's going to kill us. So I can't. No, I'm no. I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm, I'm telling. And every time it bothered me, I needed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But people were so tired of hearing about it, but I could not understand it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I don't understand. So, yes, I'm going to keep talking about it. I don't understand. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I don't understand. I'm not understanding. Mm-hmm. So it got to a point to where a lot of people just was like, this it became distant. Like, pretty much didn't want to hear about it anymore. Yeah. Um, and I do think that it was a point in my life where um, it was, I would want to talk about it just, just for the attention. Because it was a hole. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to feel that hole. Only thing that even kind of soothed it a little bit was to, to get love and attention. Yeah. That I had to keep throwing that in that hole because it was it was missing. Like I'm missing a huge ass chunk of my life. Mm-hmm. So I need to fill it. So I'm trying to find shit to throw in that hole. Um I would do poetry. I had so 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 much poetry. Um but sit in front of the director and sing and just like those were my therapists mm-hmm. and they helped for the moment and they helped soothe me for the moment but nothing was filling that hole yeah. 
got to a point where I just kind of put like a took a took a two by four and put over it. I was just like, we gonna make it work. We just gonna put a little two by four over it. So when I thought that, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm in a good spot. You know, I'm in a, I'm in a good place or whatever. Um, I wasn't. I would learn that I wasn't, and I would have those boundaries. My then boyfriend that turned into my husband would try to pick on me and he wouldn't know what to do. So then he got to call my mama because she's the only one. And no. Right. She's the only one that can get me out of that. And it was just, it was just, it was just on and on. And then it got to a point to where I don't, I didn't know how to trust anybody. I didn't know how to think positive because I didn't trust nobody, nobody so yeah. nothing was going through my head but negative shit. Everybody I seen. You see me. I see you. See right. me. See me. See you. Right. Um, but no, like I didn't. I didn't. I didn't trust anybody. So I had a very, 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 very negative and very toxic mindset, and I can admit that I really did. And I did try and try and try. I would move that little top four and try to fill that hole again, and it just, it wasn't working. Um, and I do think that that trauma and not fully dealing with it properly, the way mm-hmm. that I needed to, the way that I am and have been now, yeah. um, it affected my parenting a lot. So I definitely understand what you mean when you said that um, we don't want to have kids at the moment. We don't want to be pregnant because it did affect and I do think that it affected my children because I was so overprotective and so distrusting of this world that I sheltered them and I sheltered them and I sheltered them. Yeah. Uh, so where? Uh-uh. I, I don't know their mama. I don't know their daddy. They got a daddy? Who all live in their house? Nuh-uh. Uh-uh. You can't go there. You can't yeah. do this. You can't do that. Like, I was, I smothered them. And I feel bad that I did it, but that that was that was my way of protecting. Them. That's yeah. the only way I knew to protect them mm-hmm. because I know what's still inside of me. I know that rage that's still there. Yeah. I know how I felt when it happened to me, and I know in my mind that if it ever happens to one of my children, how I'm going to react. You going straight to hell. I'm going straight to hell with gasoline draws, triple drenched. <laughs> so I'm like, can I get the elevator with, to hell, with, please? With, <laughs> with, with, with that person, it's still in my hand, still stabbing, still stabbing, still beating. We burning together, motherfucker. We burning together. We dying together. Like, I just, I, I just, I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want them to ever know the pain that I know. So I was always big on making sure that their dad was in their life. I never tried to keep them, ever. It didn't matter what we went through. I would never try to keep them from them because I know how it is to love without a dad. That's why with David, it hurts me so much that he doesn't he doesn't know that. You but know he doesn't saying? want to be an active person. No. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it affected relationships. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure it affected yeah. everything. Self-esteem. It affected, it affected his 
definitely my self-esteem. Um, I never felt like I was good enough. Um, I always was second-guessing myself. Uh, and of course, just, unfortunately, a lot of uh, rape also includes a lot of hyper-sexuality. Um, I, I know a few people that's what they were saying. Mm-hmm. I used to think they were crazy as hell. I'm mm-hmm. like, why is this thing trying to <laughs> jump on something and mm-hmm. think but it's because they've, at pretty much their age, experienced either some type of molestation or just full rape. And 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 I would talk to, um, I would go to counseling to get those things. I would hear women say how, you know, this wrong for this amount of time, and I would, and I would never understand it. Like, like how would, they would allow yeah, it like to I, happen. Like because I know how I felt with just. Not allow it to happen. No, I mean, not allow, but, but I guess know, not speak up. Yeah. yeah. And so I it. was always the one like, hey, like, I know it's hard. I know you're scared, but baby, you got to say something. Yeah. You got to say something. I was always that type. I was mm-hmm. always that type. I always wanted to know. But I ended up having to learn that you can't help everybody. And you can't help people who don't want to be helped. Like, I can't, I can't kill myself trying to get you to understand. Right. Get mm-hmm. you to, to tell somebody. I mean, I could do it for you, but then you ain't going to do nothing but resent me. Exactly. And now I'm the bad guy for trying to help you. Exactly. And then nine times out of ten, they it's, they still got to come from their mouth. You can say all day long, oh, I know for a fact you done told me. But if they go to them and they say that this happened, they be like, no, everything good. I don't know what she's talking mm-hmm. about. She you lying. Know? Yeah. She lying. I, I didn't say that. I didn't tell her that. I mean, so it, it, and then even when I thought I dealt with it, I still didn't feel good. I had to literally, literally sit and not only talk about that, and I didn't talk about it to anybody. This is just me, like, in here, like, because I just, it was just so heavy, like, and I just couldn't talk about it. And just so happened, I was in jail at this time. Hey, we all uh, go through something at the end of the day, huh? Uh, that's a whole nother story. But um, and I just, I just sat there and I'm like, okay, because this, this is not it. Because we're just, we're out of control. Yeah. We're, we're drinking way too much. We're like not remembering what we're doing. Like it's, we're, it's, it's, it's out too of, much. You know? It's out of control. Mm-hmm. Like we're, it's, we're, we're, it's too much. Wait, way too much. And so I had to sit there and literally. Deal with my feelings and give every single thing that I did that I people know about or people don't know about and talk to God about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything. I mean, I was in my, my little bunk crying my tears, my, my eyes out. Boo-hooing. <laughs> don't, don't, know don't know how <laughs> the person above me and the people around me didn't hear me. But I cried my eyes out and I'm like, I, I can't keep doing this. So, um, I did start on the right track, but then again, it's like, okay, we gave it. Laid it all out there. Let it all out. But it still hurts. <laughs> no. Girl, why the hell you just go pick that shit back up? We just gave it a, We just gave it. And you went and picked it right back up. Because it still hurts. 
It, you you it right back up. The only thing you did was make it where you didn't feel it, but it didn't mean that it went away. So, I had to continue to do that over and over and continue to do it because I learned that me just dealing with it and, and finding peace for it in that moment, that's great. That's amazing. But it's, it's not a one-time deal. It's, it's a constant, constant, constant. Once you find that peace, you still got to work to keep it. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to get attacked even harder and harder and harder mm-hmm. once you find it. I like to read in a book. Um, it's called Crazy Space. I think that's what it's called. Um, like I said, getting closer to God. And what you just talked about was one of their key points to where when you're praying, they, they were talking about praying, obviously, but they were talking about peace specifically. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's something you have to work on every day. Mm-hmm. If you go through a trauma, if you go through, honestly, anything that mm-hmm. gives you out of your peace, people think the moment you, all right, I done laid it to rest. They think that it's over with, and it's, it's not. not. It it's is not. a, it'll be a Tuesday afternoon, you minding your business, you about to go get you something to eat, and you already got planned on how you're going to continue your day. And then next thing you know, you suck a punch yep. by whatever feeling that you just laid to rest. Now you're sitting there crying. And you just flipped out on somebody. Exactly. Yes. So That's you have to find, exactly, you got to find that, I say a niche, but you have to find that, that balancer to where when those feelings do come up, you can counteract them. But, mm-hmm. but finding that counteract is the, is the issue. And that's what, that's one thing I'm not, that's what, what I'm doing with the, with saying what I was telling you about what I wanted to do with the women and doing like mm-hmm. the little spa with the robes and yeah. stuff like that. Because I'm self self love, the self love, the self care journey, that's that's daily. Yeah. You need to check in with yourself every day. I have to check in with myself every day. Especially if I'm feeling irritated. Oh, and I I'm do it like I do it like once a week. We'll see how I feel. No, I gotta I gotta <laughs> do it every day. I'm once a week kinda guy. My mood my mood be like I'd be like, hey, how you doing next? Me, you, what the fuck do you want? Like, <laughs> be ready to fight. Right, like, girl, like, what is, hey, oh, breathe. What is wrong with you? Are you okay? Are, are you okay? Take a minute. Take a minute. Because do you need a nap? I do. Did you eat today? I did. Like, <laughs> like you know, like, like, I really have to sit there and check in with myself because it took a lot. A lot for me to get here, and I'd be damned if I go back to the way that I used to be. And oh, like I said, this has to be a series because this is so much more to how I got to this part. Yeah. Uh, the wake up calls, the aha moments, as you will. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like if I just, I just look at things. Um, and I don't, I don't, I try not to let things bother me the way that I used to. I'm quick to be like, okay, yeah, all right. You said what? Yeah, no. You want to do it? No, I don't, no, I'm good. Mm-mm. Can I have your number? No. Oh, I'm Mm-mm. quick with the no, mess on that I don't, one. no. But I don't Man, have can that I, can, I, can I talk to you? No. Oh, no, I'm, no. Well, can I give you your give me give you my number? You can give it to me, but I'm not gonna use it. So 
Girl, you gotta hit them with the um. This is all no. my business information. If you're not mm-hmm. contributing, you will be um deleted. Like that'd be the that'd be no. The like I had a, I had a dude on the on my on the podcast actually on the the Instagram podcast. Mm-hmm. He's he's trying to flirt. I said um, sir, this is a, a business day. This is this is not this yeah. is not that. Oh well, this, do you have enough space? Yes, I do. But again, I'm not trying today. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate the compliment. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's it. I yeah, he unfollowed. I don't care, my nigga. You could have did that. I was trying to be nice to you. I would have told you to fuck off, but that I just felt like that was very mean, and you were being very nice, so I didn't want to be that mean. I had people with the um. Well, I mean, I'm in a relationship, but I had people. Like, I'm in a relationship. I'm very happy, and the only thing I'm concerned about is growing my business. No, I don't need new friends. No, I don't care to have new friends. And mm-hmm. no, I do not want to get to know you. I cover all bases all at once. Um, and no, I do not want to get to know you. If you want to talk to me about business, we can talk about Absolutely. business. But if you don't have anything to offer that's not business, then we have nothing to talk Absolutely. about. And normally, 10 out of 10, I recommend they get the fuck out of my inbox. <laughs> Expeditiously. Expeditiously. There's, yeah. normally, there's normally not even the like button. It's just no response. Yeah. And I'm like, all I see is seen and I know. Yeah. We we've made it. Yeah. <laughs> then I look at my I look at my followers and my followers have decreased. That's cool. I don't even look at my followers. So I don't give a damn. As far as I'm concerned, it'll be alright. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it it. Um. So you have more likes that you feel like that defines your. Not saying you didn't go through more. Did you feel like that was a defining moment for that, your childhood? That trauma? that not only was a defining moment, that that is completely, completely what created the person that I became. Everything up until then and that completely created the person that I will fight a dude in a heartbeat. I will literally say, my mother, <laughs> my mama think I'm crazy. And she probably watches this. She think I'm crazy. But I would tell her when I was little, girls would, because I was, you know, I was pretty, you know. You feel it. You know, I was just skinnier and I had a big head. So to me, I looked like a lollipop. But I was a cute lollipop, right? So, um. I would fight boys because I thought that you're supposed to fight boys because you gotta you gotta protect women, you know. That oh, was that did. was that was that was my logic, and so oh, I would tell I my mom, <laughs> I would tell my mom um, that I, you're not supposed to fight girls. That's that's not what you're supposed to do. I, you know, you don't fight girls. She's like, you are a girl. Okay, okay. What does that mean? You don't fight girls. You fight boys. You fight boys. You don't fight girls. So I would let I would stand there and let a girl beat me up. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I've let it happen several times. I was just cause I did I didn't want to hurt a girl. But a nigga, I would have beat that bitch ass. (laughs) And I I would have fought dirty. (laughs) I had girls bullying me, and uh, I remember one time this girl. Well, it was a couple of them. They were trying to make me and another girl fight in the girls' bathroom, and I just stood there. 
and let you know her hit me but yeah and then uh, apparently i had a a moment something happened i I don't remember what it was and i started having a an anxiety attack i don't know i remember what i was thinking at the time but i ended up having an anxiety attack really did you whoop my ass Mm -hmm. off i know i just told you i stood there and let her beat me up so um yeah i I, yeah and my mama my mama mad at me. She used to be mad at me. You don't fight them, I'ma beat your ass. You better beat that. But why? Why I gotta fight them? But yeah, I got I got bullied a lot. And it was always just the ugly girls. Got bullied a lot. And then it was I never got bullied. Yeah, I got bullied a lot. And then it was uh I did get bullied. It was a girl and her sister actually. Um, And always be the fucking sister. Mm -hmm. My bullies got their ass it's an alternative school because a bitch don't play. Actually, <laughs> it's hilarious. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but um, so they believe from middle school to high school, and then it was just, and it wasn't that I can't fight. You just didn't fight them. Yeah, because when um, we we literally fought every every summer. We fought because my cousin stayed in summer, so we fought every summer. So I had I have hands. Don't don't the don't hands get it could twisted. be thrown. Don't get it twisted. I can fight. I just think think I was a bad girl. But um it was one day and like I take a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But when I'm there So um they were walking, it was the sisters and then it was the other one, the their friend I was speaking to. Um it was all three of them they walked past me in the hallway. And um I don't know if they said something. I don't know what happened, but I know I snapped. And I was standing there. And I was looking at them. And a teacher that I didn't even see was looking at me, looking at them. And I didn't see her looking at me, looking at them. Did she get tackled? Man, this lady, you you know how short we are. Yeah. This lady is shorter than us. That big. That big. Oh, she was. She And she was that big. I, she seen them books drop. She already And knew. she seen that charge coming. How are you picking me up? You like 50 pounds. She was like, you ain't going nowhere, girl. She caught me mid-air. Damn. You was about to knock that ass out. She caught me mid-air and um, she like, you're not doing it. And I hate, when I tell y'all I hated this teacher with the passion, I hated this And she was the one who saved you. After that day, me and that lady was like this. Because she knew you was crazy. It was me and that lady. That, she was crazy. That's she, how you became like this. She knew crazy <laughs> like, was crazy. Um, but she, yeah, she called me mid-air. And, um, because she had to fly past them to grab yeah, me. You. Oh, she so was So they turned around, and all they see is her holding me in my face. And they, they left alone. They, they ain't fuck with me no more. Yeah, because I know. I think it's. I think it's a stare. Because I can definitely say, I had a lot of. When I say I was bullied, I don't mean in the aspect of the traditional bully. Like mm-hmm. bitches talk, but they didn't say nothing to my face. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never had to deal with that. Um, but I remember I used to, I used to get into it with, what I with girls, and I would never understand because I'm not. I do not poke people. I don't attack people. I'm not the one like. You genuinely have to come for me in order for me to say something to you. Like, I'm just not the one. 
And I remember one distinct situation. But no, when she started laughing, you may want to get away from her. That might be the issue. But I remember one distinct issue we was in uh, changing. Now, I was talked about being fat when I was younger. I was 140 pounds. I had hip ass boobs. Nothing about me was fat. If you I pull think. up these pictures, you'd be like, you was in a mini. I know. But, <laughs> you know, let them tell it. I was the fattest thing on the planet Earth. So a lot of girls would constantly come for me saying I was fat. Looking back, I'm like, I should be all they asses. And I really do mean I really should beat their asses. But um, this little girl, and I say little because she was literally, she was petite. She was just small. Um, same age though. We're changing, and for whatever reason, she has some problem with me. I can't even tell you the problem, <laughs> but she has some random ass problem with me, and she just popping her lips, popping her. Lips. I was like, "Bitch, if you got something to say, just fucking say it to my face." Like, there's nothing but fucking space and opportunity, right? <laughs> and I'm putting my clothes, and I'm still putting my clothes on, and you still popping your jaws. So she come over there, running her jaws, running her jaws. Like there was this much space between us. Do something. This, this was do something. No, bitch, you hit me. I'm not gonna fucking touch I you. Hated that. But oh. the moment you raise your hand, I'm putting your face in these locks. No so way. by all means, you do what you feel necessary, and I'm going to do what I feel necessary. You the one talking shit, so go ahead and jump. I all I got is there's literally no one stopping us. Everybody, and the thing is, everybody was on her side. I didn't have nobody that was like, Jessica, no, don't do it. Right. <laughs> stop, stop. No. I'm in there low-key kind of by myself just because my friends wasn't in there. It wasn't because mm-hmm. I didn't have any. My friends just wasn't there. And she's got her little gang of girls hyping her up. Yeah, girl, do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, girl, do it. Please. By all means. Let's end this day. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm ready to be. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, let's do this because I promise you, you're going to leave way worse than I am. So by all means, please raise your fucking hand. Like at this point, stop talking. Do it. Like I literally was like, just do it. And I just stood there. We looked at each other. I'm looking at her. She's looking at me. I'm looking at her. We're looking at each, each other. other. <laughs> do it. I ain't got time for this. I bet. All right. Exactly. I'm going to my class now. Like, fuck you, bitch. I'm going. Right. Exactly. But the whole time, she's still popping her jaws, her friends. You should have beat her ass. She should have beat her ass. I'm steadily walking. I've been putting my backpack on because I'm done with the conversation. <laughs> and I'm walking the fuck out. I was like, if you didn't do nothing now, you ain't got shit to say anymore. So right. either fucking nut up and do something or leave me the fuck alone. Pick one. Pick one. I don't, I don't have time for this. I'm going to my next motherfucking class. Like, you got beef with me and I don't even fucking care about you. And I don't know if maybe in that set, in that moment, when I was just looking at her like, bitch, I got time. Or if I was looking at her and I specifically said, I'm going to ram your fucking head into this, into this locker. I don't know if she realized it because it wasn't like I'm yelling and screaming. I literally am going to ram your head into this fucking locker and I hope the ambulance has to call. Like I'm telling you right now, I'm going to try to murder you. I don't know if that was a sticking point. And it was in middle school. I don't know if that was a sticking point. 
But bitches just didn't fuck with me after that. <laughs> I know, uh, well, I did that with that happened with me and one of my friends. I'm not gonna say her name, but she knows who she is. Um, but she she called me crazy ever since then. And I want to say that she called me because I cannot stand being called a bitch. And the reason for that is literally from what I just told you guys. I can't stand being called a bitch. We don't if we friends or we I don't play that bitch. No, no don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that because I'm ready to pop you in the mouth. Don't don't do that. So I I believe that's what she called me and um not next thing I know my hand on her and she up against the locker. It be the little things. She didn't got to go crazy. It'd I ain't, we thing. didn't fight, but I, I I don't like that word. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean we still cool to this day, but she 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 call me crazy. Yeah. I mean she's crazy so. She, she understands. You know, crazy like crazy. Yeah. Oh, but, but you know what? I think about it now. I think the reason why no one really fucked with me was because I, I used to be friends with all the guys. And um, I'd be tussling with the boys because I grew up with boys. So when you sit here and we sit here hauling off, punching each other in the shoulders and shit, and I'm laughing. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, ow, right. don't do that. I'm like, all right, square up, bro. Right. <laughs> I think to a certain degree, you realize I just probably shouldn't be the one. That's why with all my kids, they all fought me. Like, leave me alone. I would be sitting on the couch, and my cousin would come and just hit me in my knee. Boom, boom. Now, why? Now you guys. See, why? I, I, my, since I had an older brother, I don't know what it is about older brothers and their friends, but they all feel like they have to fight the little sister. So well, I, 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 tuss- I tussled with all of my brother's friends. Just simply due to the fact of, and I don't know, because like I said, I, I mean, I don't, cause, you know, looking back on pictures, I was fine. I ain't going to I mean, I'm not saying I'm fine now, but like looking back, I could see why boys would be like, I want to tussle with Jessica. Right. It wasn't because <laughs> they wanted to test my strength. <laughs> they were trying to feel something. Exactly. But, you know, I, I could see why I was always tussling with them to a certain <laughs> degree. Um, but I remember I would go toe to toe. With, with guys, I'd be holding their ass down. They'd be holding me yeah. down. My brother was a wrestler, so I was considered the little sister. So they mm-hmm. would teach me moves to get out of something. So if someone came up and, like, I can't do it now, obviously, but if someone right. came up to me and did like this, I knew exactly what to do to break out of that and fucking chuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, my cousins, they would beat me up. They would, uh, what they always tell me, you're not going to be no bitch. When we ain't raised or no sucker or something like that. Along the lines of me not being the girl that I clearly am. Like I'm a girl. What do you yes. what do you mean? Like and they will hit me and hit me and hit me until I fall their ass back and they call on my mama. Auntie, I, no, I don't call it now. And that's the thing with my mama. Nah, don't call me now. I got shit left her alone. Leave her alone. See, I'm gonna put my daughter, whenever I have one, I'm gonna put my daughter daughter and if I have a son, I'm gonna put my daughter and son in um martial arts class yesterday we about to go in. because it's it's not because um i want them to get experience in life when it comes to like because there's a lot of mental aspects that is good for you when you do martial arts mm-hmm. i want to be able to beat a bitch ass if necessary like i want oh, you to take out their knees like oh, i want them not to be able to walk straight when you get done with them <laughs> and when you when i come pick you up <laughs> when i come pick you, you up out. no you, you can lose you can lose wonder why you can lose because that means you gotta learn you gotta learn so next time you know what to do but when i come pick you up and they say well she's been suspended for three days 
I'd be like, well, well, first off, I'm going to tell you the same thing. You don't fight nobody unless it's low. And I mean, you have to, not because they called you out your name, they got to put their hands on you or make the movement that they are. If they do this, as far as concerned, it's a go. But if they just talking shit, you let just them let them talk, walk away. At the end of the day, I understand everybody snap. And if you had that moment, you had that moment. That's, but that's mistake. If someone just all of a sudden just calling you out your name, you felt the need to hit them, then I'm going to feel the need to hit you. Because you don't do that. Right. That's not the point. But I'm going to teach you to defend yourself. You need to knock a bitch out, knock a bitch out. And honestly, I don't care if it's a man, woman, child, infant. I mean what I say. I fight kids. <laughs> like, if you guys to do what you got to do, that's fine. I'm going to pick you up. I'm be like, who hit who? Oh, they hit him? Are they right. hit her? Who? We about to go celebrate. Right. She taking a vacation. <laughs> we going to have we a good time. Ice cream. <laughs> exactly. We going to get ice cream. Because she did exactly what I told her to do. Right. So, I mean, I know what I'm Why did we get to this? I don't know. But anyway. Oh. But we're here. We're here now. But I will say we do need to probably wrap it up. We're at an hour and thirty four yeah, minutes. I'm not gonna say oh they need to put it on uh what you call it? The, uh Spotify. Okay. So what we're gonna do is we are gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Um I don't know if next week we'll be talking about childhood trauma. We may have to break that up in segments. Because I don't think I can go through another dramatic situation of talking about my childhood trauma right now. So, but what I will say is we will think of something. We already have categories. But we'll be on next Tuesday. I plan on being here. So she's going to call me and I'll be yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm on my way. Um, seven thirty. We need to make that official time. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. So it's seven o'clock. Yes. So seven thirty, and then if we can do better, then we'll bump it up to seven. Um, and we'll try to stay under an hour. Yeah. I think that's a good. One. Stay under an hour. Yeah. Because people, you know, start to say. I mean, I really don't care about that part, but yeah, I just think for timing schedule to be more consistent, I think seven thirty, and by eight thirty. So if we now, and if we don't finish, then we can just continue it to the yeah. next section. Uh, yeah. So that give us thirty minutes to kind of talk or come Maybe together. I'm just, I'm, yeah, just to kind of give us a little. Yeah. But anywho, I thoroughly enjoyed tonight. I do appreciate everybody who joined. I saw that we had a few viewers that were kind of coming and going. Um. So I definitely appreciate everybody that came on today. What music should we leave? Mm-hmm. I don't know, y'all. I was thinking that could go south. I don't know. We're gonna whatever, do whatever touches your soul, man. We're gonna do Jesus' love. Oh. I've already started it. Thank y'all. Tell me. We're going out. Lord have mercy. We didn't have a traumatic time talking about this. I'm gonna talk about some Jesus. Hold up. Mm-mm. You gotta hit that one. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. Thank y'all for coming. We'll see y'all next week. We love y'all. Um, Appreciate you. And the more we build, you know, hopefully we can start being more proactive with our viewers. Yeah, I'm going to work on getting um a form going to have like a little discussion board so people can sign 
they got to play the Commodores. If y'all know who the Commodores is, you're too young and you need to find out. <laughs> a place in their heart. Jesus. You got to turn off a key card. 